Good day, gentlemen. I would like to request your time. If but for a moment, you see old boy my cock has got three fingers stabbing into it right now, and not hold it without my permission. I need you to come over here, and pour the rest of my tea right into me. You heard me right, Captain. Fill my dick. Hello, this is Sweet Pussy. It's the Chud Show. It's the Chud Show. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Hello, this is Sweet Pussy. enough of that shit. This is Nigman Ziata screaming at you throughout the internet like a fucking bitch. This is the first uh, attempt at a live Chud program. It could be the best thing that's ever happened. It could be the worst thing that's ever happened. So far, definitely leaning towards the latter. Uh, On the show today, we will be discussing a myriad of fantastic and inspiring things with folks like uh, Steve Murphy, who I think is with us right now. Steve, you out there? Yeah, do you hear me? I do. That's very professional of you. Thank you. Very professional. Well, thanks. That's why I aspire to be professional in everything I do. I believe Justin Waddell's here, too. Can you Justin, hear me? you there. Can you hear hey, me? what's up, you fucking bitch? <laughs> and I believe Devin Farachi's here as well. Devin, how are you doing? Hello. There we go. Hello. This is gangster so far. Gentlemen, I'd like to thank you all for joining this amazing, fantastic joyride. Well, thanks for having me. As they where say, are gonna, where are we going to go? I don't know, but Len Wein is on another channel right now, so I'm probably going to leave and go listen to him. The creator's who? Thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm seeing I said him pop up. Wine. Is it Lynn Wine or Lynn Ween? I think he's a I think he's a Heeb. So <laughs> <laughs> the swamp Justin. thing is circumcised. Yeah, Justin, what you up to these days? I hope it's Ween. <laughs> Thanks for adding that. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, uh, nothing. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, we're gonna, what we're going to do, is, since we don't have the visual medium to communicate, we're going to have to not talk over each other so much. So I'll try to prompt folks as best as possible. But then if somebody has a dominant opinion, which means Steve isn't involved in this section, um, all, I, well, all I do is I have dominant opinions. You ha- I don't think you really do. I do. All the time. Um, I just don't ever speak okay. them out. Go ahead. Well, since it's July 1st, the beginning of a fantastic month, uh, Public Enemies opens today. And now Devin has just ran that review up on the site. And the site in question, of course, is chud.com. I mean, if you don't know, you're a fucking idiot. Um, and Devin, I'll kind of, I haven't really gone through your review yet. I did see the number score. I think you gave it a 6.5, which is pretty close to kind of where I am with it. I just kind of wanted to talk about it a little bit. Obviously, without any spoilers, we don't want anybody to know what happened to John Dillinger, John Dillinger when he got shot. <laughs> Uh, you know, I think it's uh, it's all right. Uh, it's just, I feel like there's just nothing special. There's no spark in the center of the movie that kind of makes it really come alive. And uh, and that's too bad. You know, uh, Christian Bale, he's just grimacing uh, the whole movie like he always does, although he doesn't have his bat voice, which is, which is a nice change of pace. But, you know, as, as a film, it's just, it never quite grabbed me fully. Now, that's funny because I know that you, you kind of... Um you you have this thing with Christian Bell these days, There's, and, and and to some extent I, I agree with you. He has kind of 
uh, adopted sort of like his, his own little thing right now in terms of his, his modus operandi in terms of his acting. But I think he was, he wasn't necessarily, he certainly wasn't chipper in the movie, but I think he, the problem with that, with, with there, I don't think Christian Bale at all was a problem other than the fact that the character was, had barely a dimension. Because he right, was, well, the he problem was is that they can't showed moments of, 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 of humanity. Well, the problem is they should have cast somebody... The problem is Christian Bale is playing the Christian Bale role in the movie, and so I think he does fine in the role. It's just such the obvious Christian Bale role that it's just not that interesting to me to watch him do it. I think it's something he can do in his sleep, and it's not as much fun. Now, did, did Christian Bale, does he play Pro- Professor Griff? Uh, Christian Bale, yes. He, he hates the Jews. So, uh, <laughs> does he play Terminator X? <laughs> you know, Terminator X is played by Giovanni Ribisi. Is Giovanni Ribisi really in the movie? Yes, he, he really is. is. That's when you know that there's going to be some problems, because isn't Stephen Dorff in it as well? He is. He is. Yeah. Actually, I love the cast. I love the diverse cast that he's got in the movie. There's a lot of sneaky... Like, Lily Sobieski shows up, like, in the last 20 minutes. It, the cast isn't the problem. And by the way, Giovanni Ribisi, I've discovered how Giovanni Ribisi came into existence. Somebody got a normal boy, and they put him into Photoshop, and they did that thing where it squeezes your features. How, how do you get excited about the cast and then come up with Lily Sobieski? <laughs> Steve, Steve ex- explain why I love Lily Sobieski. Ah, uh, that would be the joyride, the nipples. That's why I like her. <laughs> yep. What? Lily Sobieski was on the commentary for Joyride, and she had... She was hilarious. She was really fun. Was she fine? And it completely... Uh, granted, she hasn't really done much on screen that really makes her, like, an unmissable performer, but well, did she, you, she had so did much charisma on the TV. Did you see her turn in 88 minutes? No, I did not. She plays the bad guy. No. And, yeah, it's, it's Lily. I spoiled it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm glad people are tuning in for this. this is is that the Kino movie? <laughs> Who, who else? Yeah, Al Pacino. That movie with Al Pacino and, like, Alicia Witt. Come on, Devin saw it. Devin, you saw it, right? I didn't see it. No, no. Devin Sawa? Devin Sawa? <laughs> yeah, but Devin um, did not saw it, though. So, anyway, now, uh, who, who now, else? you got to give me someone else. Who else is in this cast? That's okay, the, the guy who plays Tom. Channing Tatum. Oh, he is. He's in it for three Channing Tatum, he plays a corpse, essentially. But you like, yeah. you like that Channing Tatum guy, right, Devin? You think he's... Yeah, I'm, kind of I'm pretty gay for him. Yeah, I'm pretty gay for him. He, I, think he's, he, I think he's been good and stuff, actually. He De- Devin worships him. He O'Neills for Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, you know who else is in? The guy who played Tommy in uh, in Snatch is great in this. He plays Babyface Nelson. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he dates he dates the R&B sensation Pebbles. <laughs> Now, I heard a rumor, and maybe I can confirm, is, is Lily Sobieski in this movie? <laughs> Her nipples are She co-stars with Emily DeRaven from Lost, who's, a, who's in it for a scene and a half as well. That was her? Yeah, that was her as the, as the madam. Jesus, wait a minute. No, not the madam. The madam was some Russian woman. Uh, no, uh, not the madam. Uh, Christ, uh, what's her name? I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about, though. But she's in yeah. it for like a minute. I noticed that Marion Cotillard's teeth are fucked. That, that was something that the digital camera gave us. And we also get to see every pore Johnny Depp has ever owned. It's unbelievable. Somebody gets the kind of a dermatologist. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. He still looks 23, so I've got to give him that. 
But oh yeah, uh, the di- the digital photography did at times, as well as the modern music that did at times throw me off. He, did he throw did he throw a Chris Cornell a Chris Cornell song in there? He did not. He didn't. Um, he did Soundgarden. How was how was um, uh, Billy Crudup's like? Did he annoy in it or was he good? He annoyed I me. He was terrific. I thought he was terrific. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I know Jay Edgar Hoover's a weird fucker. So I mean, there is that, but there was never a moment where um, I, I it didn't feel to me like Billy Crudup was clenching his ass cheeks and, and acting, <laughs> which usually is what I look for in a movie. But uh, so we, uh, all know that, we all know that Hoover didn't 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 clench his ass cheeks. Not when Clyde Coulson was around. Jesus, he's a big fan of big fan of Sahara. Oh, not Clive Cussler. Okay. Um, so the movie the movie's disappointing. It doesn't really have any kind of like center of gravity. It just kind of happens. And there's a couple of good head wounds, a couple of good shoot, shootouts and whatnot. Yeah, the little boy shootout. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I but liked that a lot. As far as Michael Mann films go, though, I mean, it could have been something else. And uh, we had the trailer for um, Amelia before it. Yeah, the... Um, the <laughs> I wish. The Hillary Swank epic Oscar-grabbing film about some bitch who crossed around in a plane. Uh, no, it's a and, movie uh, that, that, that says why women shouldn't be able to drive. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, what do you know about Amelia Earhart? You watch a History Channel. Yeah, I, here's what happened. Right? She got in her plane. She was going to fly around the world a couple of times. Bitch disappears. That's so it. So it's like the... She's like a Michael Blaine, kind of. Yes. He goes around the Bermuda Triangle, flies through it, and then that's the end of it. Oh, yeah. thank you. I'm sorry. I'm flustered. I'm still trying to find my copy of Joyride. I'm going to see if I can check out some nipples. <laughs> do, you, do you guys realize who the love interest in, 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 in Amelia is? It's Richard fucking Gere. Really? Richard Gere and Hilary Swank. Hmm. I, don't, I, don't know what to, I don't know what to become of this. What else do you say about that? That is not um, yeah, the greatest love interest ever. Regarding Public Enemies, how is that movie going to make any money? Oh, it won't. He may, it costs too much, and they're not selling... They, what they should be selling it as is as the love story, and for some reason they're not. They, they're just not forwarding the love story, which is, I guess, the whole purpose of the movie, sort of. Um, so I don't really get it. I don't, I don't know who the fuck's going to go see this. It seems like I'm they're releasing it at a strange time. I guess it's counter-programming, but... It seems like an odd time to release it. I'm hoping that this movie kind of purges that demon for Michael Mann so we can go on to make a movie about like a criminal who uh, f- lets the woman in his life lead to his downfall. <laughs> That'd be good. Um, Devin, uh, what else? What else have you seen uh, lately that you can talk about that you, uh, you can be fantastic about? Bruno. Really? I saw Bruno, yeah. I thought he died, uh, like, shortly after Donnie Brasco. <laughs> uh, he did. Actually, it's funny. We were just talking about Bruno Kirby the other day and uh, why he's not in more movies, and then we remembered that he was dead, but, uh, which is the only excuse for Bruno Kirby. But uh, Bruno is uh, really funny. I don't think it's as funny as Borat. I don't know. If you, if you like Borat, it's sort of the same. But uh, he really amps it up. There's some scenes where I was actually afraid he was going to be killed, uh, like, actually afraid for his life. So how's that going? The, that trailer does not play well, though. In my, really? in my, yeah. Well, of course I'm in the south, and he and he's gay. 
Well, I can't wait to see how it plays in the South and Midwest because there's like there's penises in the movie. There's there's gay sex. There's making out. Dudes making out. I'm just really curious how it plays. The funny as hell. No longer, I, I like. He's it. no longer looking for his Joyride DVD. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I still can't find it. It's over here next to my Two Moon Junction VHS tape. I think. Mean. <laughs> I gotta fire okay, that thing so soon. Is it is it just is it like just the stunts and 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 the outrageousness of it, or because because to me Borat was legitimately funny. There's, like even even despite how how outlandish some of the stuff was, there was some legitimately just absolutely funny stuff. Does this have that? Oh, I think it's got legitimately funny stuff. It's got you know it's like Borat it has its its share of stage stuff and stunt stuff. And uh, this one's a lot more political than Borat, which is what's sort of interesting. He has like with Borat, he was just kind of making fun of Americans. With this one, he's got he's trying to sort of trying to talk about you know how we deal with homosexuals. Although I you know I talked to some gay folks who weren't offended, but were kind of sad at the end of the movie because they thought that he resorts to stereotypes an awful lot. But whatever, I thought it was fucking hilarious. So man up, gay people. That <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> um, and just just a word out there to those people listening. Hopefully everything's working technically. Um, the number to call in um, is, uh, is somewhere. I can't really grab it right now. It is uh, 347-826-9101. So hopefully we'll see some of you pricks uh, up on here uh, in our little switchboard. I'm, I'm, I'm a fantastic host. Seems like people are doing the chat thing, Nick. Excuse me? Seems like people are doing the chat thing. Yeah, I'm monitoring the chat right now. Yeah. So that's exciting. Actually, it just kicked me out of the chat, so that's pretty cool. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Technically, oh, you're, God. It's more than likely your, your Bruno conversation that did that. <laughs> I'll take it. Although I like how you uh, threw the South under the bus. Hold on. I like how you threw the South under the bus by saying, I don't know how it's going to play down here. <laughs> like, like, what are we in the, the dark ages all of a sudden? Well, this is not the 1950s anymore down here. It's it's great being it's, it's great being in the South. Okay, Steve. Yep. Um, Justin. Said by the whitest man ever. <laughs> Steve. Yeah. Justin, I'd like to go from a uh, uh, current current events to whatever you've watched lately. I don't know if we want to. I mean, you know, what, one thing I'm doing right now I might. Uh, my interest, uh, Devin. I'm, I'm going. I'm reading that Crystal Lake Memories book that Nick actually lent me because I didn't want to spend eighty dollars to buy it. Such um, a good book, isn't it? It's very good. Yeah. You, have you have you read the whole thing? I sure have. Yeah. Speaking um, of gay people, I'm I'm on uh, uh, film five, and it kind of makes me want to go back and watch all of them. I remember that you, you actually had done that, Devin. But you, did you do it coinciding with the book? No, you, the book yeah. came out, and then I. You know, I, I did it to coincide. There happened to be a Friday the 13th that was coming up, and I wanted an excuse to buy the uh, the eight disc box set. Yeah. So I just did that. Uh, but the the book, it's probably you know the thing about that book is that might be like the my favorite you know behind the scenes book ever. Uh, even if you don't like these kinds of movies, the stories are just really fascinating and really cool. Yeah, and they really uh, do, they t- they too talk to like everybody, which I think is a very interesting approach. You know, like they talk to uh, everybody. Like all the and a lot of these. Go ahead, sorry, guys. Well, no, a lot of these people they have, they, they have no uh, these people have no more careers, so they're all very often willing to say terrible things about each other, which yeah. I love. 
Yeah, so. it's, it's very interesting. And it, it must be out of print because I, I, I kept trying to find it to buy, and it was like, you know, it was already an expensive book because it's a huge book with a lot of pictures. And um, But it's like, you know, you, you can find it online for like $80, $150 um, if it's signed by Tom Savini, you know, $500. So, like, it must just be out of print. Someone suggested maybe they're they, they they're going to come back and put the the new Friday the Thirteenth in there. I don't, I don't think know. so because I don't think I don't I don't think Peter Brackey likes the new Friday the Thirteenth at all. He doesn't like it. But I, he hates it, from what I understand. So I'm not sure if he'd want to do that. Well, I, I wonder if there's is it at a different studio? Does that create a? Does he no, cover because Jason goes to hell. Does he what? Does he cover Jason goes to hell in that one? He, co- he, yeah, covers, he covers every. Everything. All of them. All ten. Yeah. All ten of them, yeah. And he, and he covers I, Freddy vs. Jason, too. So. Oh, yeah. Freddy vs. Jason. And the TV yeah. show as well. Yeah. Oh, he does cover the TV show. That's cool. What, Freddy's Nightmares or the Friday 13th? Friday, no, the, the, yeah, the Friday the 13th TV show that was kind of more like the X-Files than it was geez. anything to do with the movies. That was right. a, That's a shitty show. And I like to thank the Chiller Network for showing that every five minutes. I, I like that show kind of, actually. I remember I we, should, we, we should pitch a, a Friday the 13th show, like in the vein of Freddy Nightmares, Freddy's Nightmares, but call like Jason's narcolepsy, and just have Jason chasing somebody and then collapsing, and then it's like 30 minutes of him sleeping. <laughs> that's, the only, that's the only way Kane Hodder can play the character. Have you seen the man lately? <laughs> oh, yeah, he looks... Yeah, I saw that... that uh, Jesus, he looks like Nancy. Up on Chud, right? With the picture yeah, of him in England? God. Yeah. Dang it, it looks bad. You should see his car. He has a specially modified. He has a specially modified station wagon. That's like uh, the Batmobile of station wagons. It's the weirdest fucking car I've ever seen. Does that have kill written all over it? No, just he just has kill tattooed inside his lip. Well, I was gonna say, have you seen it? But I see no, the kill. I've seen. I've seen his tattoo, and and I've, yeah. I've seen his, his weird. He's got a lot. Wagon. He's got like a lot of dust on the back windshield, and, and he's written "Pay me." <laughs> Yeah, the people that play Jason are the are seem the actors of the stuntmen that play Jason seem to be the people that have the most problems with the, with the production. They're always the guy who the, yeah. yeah the guy who played Jason in three he was at a screening out here and I forget his name now but he was Richard drunk Brooker. as fucking skunk Richard Booker yeah he was so fucking drunk he was just it was it was embarrassing to watch this old drunk man self destruct after a screening of Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. Yeah, well, you would be too if it were in 3D. Why would you be sober? Well, it was 3D. We 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 watched it in 3D. It was pretty great. Well, Why yeah, no big thing in life. <laughs> Although that was that actually might be one of my favorite Jasons, actually. I think other than Isaac's, because him and the scene in the barn when he's fucking up there that was that was fucking. Yeah, it just seems that movie is there. like is like is is just it just seems totally mean spirited that movie. You know, like. The kids kind of come off as nice in that movie sometimes, and then they get sliced into fourth. Well, part three has the delightful uh, Jason raping the girl, and then the one girl who gets killed is pregnant. So it really sort of is the meanest of all of them. Yeah, he, because he, he, he rapes the final girl. They, yeah, it's, is it because she had like a pass with Jason, and they is that, what, is that the girl that has a pass with him? And you don't really know what yeah, it is? He yeah, she's her. the girl who, yeah, he, he chased her out in the woods, and he caught her, and she passed out, and then she woke up tucked into her own bed, and she has no idea what happened. But what else is Jason doing to her? I mean, you know. Maybe he just fell her the old what for. He maybe, maybe just gave her a, a, a makeover or something. I don't know, but I, I, think, I think he raped her. Crystal Lake I, I want that. That's the unfilmed Friday the 13th. It's fucking Spawn. 
I think it'd be great if he comes out and he's like a fucking genius. He's a genius and he's a prodigy and he's Jason's kid and his dad keeps showing up at all the school functions, fucking everything up, trying trying to hold his shit in a meeting with the principal and he's the kid's fucking oh dad. But <laughs> well, they were gonna make uh, Tommy Jarvis the, the new Jason for a long time. Mr. Moore, you could take the sack off your head, please. This is a meeting. He's kind of the spawn of Feldman's kind of the spawn of the of Jason in a way. Born of his actions, born of his violence. That's pretty deep. Born um, of has, has anybody uh, revisited the remake re- on video? I just watched it last week. Yeah. How's it hold up? Uh, the remake. I only I watched the quote unquote killer cut, which is the longer one, and it has about ten more minutes of that final sex scene with that girl with a delightful tit. So I, I say it my language. Well. I say it holds up. You know what's funny? Um, I when I was on. When I was at the Nightmare on Elm Street set visit, which I can't almost really talk about, but um, I was talking to the producers about the the killer cut, and uh, and Andrew Form said, you know, we made that that sex scene 45 minutes long, and that actress is going to hate us for the rest of her life, and uh, it's so true because she is just naked for so much of the movie. It's wonderful. Um, I actually saw for the first time the killer cut. I, I never watched it in the theater, but I, I saw it on DVD um, once. And I thought it had some charms. I didn't. I didn't like how they fast forwarded through the. You know, they kind of did the um, the retelling of the of the first one to get to Jason. That black right. and white scene. I didn't like. I didn't like how they handled that. Um, but I did like some of the the, the stuff that they did in it. Um, and I especially like the the Asian actor. I think I talked about this last show. Aaron Yu, I think is his name. Yes, he I thought he, he brought some way too hard. I thought he. I thought he brought uh, some. Uh, Kind of some fun to that movie. His death scene was kind of funny, I thought. Before his death scene, he was kind of just messing hey. around. Hey, fellas, let's take a caller. Does that sound yes. good? Yeah, yeah. We've got a caller from Vancouver. I don't know who it is, but let's pull this son of a bitch into it and see who it is. Caller, identify yourself. God damn it, it's Michael Bay. Caller, identify yourself. It's <laughs> Michael Bay. I'm calling in to talk to Devin. We also have a caller from another. I, I, I said that gentleman packing. <laughs> yeah, that was. Wait, you you've nipped his comedy right in the bud. Why, why did you Why did you send him packing? It would have been fun. <laughs> it might have been Tom's suit when we hung up on him. <laughs> okay, we've got a caller in Baltimore, Maryland. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna check this dude out. Dude from Baltimore. Let's uh, let's uh, let's pull this dude from Baltimore into our ranks. How are you guys doing? Hello. Who's this? Hello. Yes. Oh, hey, how's it going? You are you are live on the on the fucking internet. Who's this? Um, I, this is Chris from Baltimore. Hey, Excellent. Chris. Do you know String Hello? of Bell? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he get shot? <laughs> spoiler, spoiler. Yeah. Oh shit! I'm sorry. Oh man. <laughs> you, you didn't tell how many times he got shot. Yeah, it was a couple. <laughs> I won't say what he got shot with. So, uh, is, um, is, uh, do you guys take pride in the wire there in Baltimore? Uh, you know, that's a funny question. Some people do because I think they think it like, um, I think they think like they can tell people from other cities that they live in Baltimore and people in other cities will think they're really hard. Like, if I go to another city and I'm like, I'm from Baltimore, those people will think it's actually like the wire here and they're like, whoa, would you get shot at when you walk to the store? <laughs> From what I understand, but, there's like two. There's two kinds of Baltimore people. There's people that identify with the wire, and then there's the people that identify with with uh, Tin Men. 
<laughs> I don't know which one. I don't know if are. anyone's really like the real Baltimore, but um, I don't know. I don't identify with the wire. I, I, I mean, the wire is great, but it's certainly not like it's it's certainly it's like I mean it's like Dickens London. It's not like the real thing. It's just like sort of a uh, you know like a, an interpretation of the real thing. Well, it's America too, and America doesn't really have a lot of facets. So let's move on. So you're in, a, you're in the company of Steve Murphy and Devin Faraci and Justin. Is there any kind of a fantastic tangent you want to go on, or do you have any sort of fabulous thing to offer everyone? No, I was wondering what you guys thought of the um, of the summer movie season so far. I mean, we're at the first of July, um, and I didn't know what your what your thoughts were about like you know what we've seen so far, or what what's coming up. I didn't no, know if like if you re if you had different thoughts about things that have already been out. Um, like I know, if I was—I mean, I was a big fan of Star Trek too, and I know a lot of other people on the site were. But I mean, I'm—I'm I'm not. I'm sort of like dreading watching it again. I'm not sure how it's going to hold up. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I just didn't know what you guys thought. De- Devin, um, actually right, well, gave, uh, Devin actually gave it a grade uh, so far. Yeah, I did. I did a. Uh, I did a summer so far wrap up. I think it's a. It's a C. It's a C plus summer so far. Oh really? I think so. I, I did when I when I when I sort of charted everything out. It looked like a C-plus summer. I think it sort of also depends on um, on what you consider summer movies, because now we're starting to see some of the, the little the little movies kind of sneak out. Like this week, we've got Whatever Works and Moon going sort of wide, and the Hurt Locker's around the corner, and those are like really, really, really good types of movies that will probably resonate more in the long term. So I think it depends, too, because like as far as the big summer movie goes, I mean, I think they blew their wad with, uh, with Star Trek and Up, I think, because I can't really mm-hmm. think of anything that's really kind of connected. I mean, obviously, Transformers was a was a, it was a was a giant mandible to the groin, and then there's um, you know, Public Public Enemies isn't isn't a knockout, and uh, so I don't know. I mean, Devin 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 has uh, has indicated there's hope for the second half of the summer. So but, um, yeah, Transformers. I've seen a couple of movies that are that are for the second half of the summer that I think are going to make people pretty happy. Really? Yeah. So is trans? Is tra- I I mean, I thought the first Transformers was a pretty massive piece of shit. So, I mean, is the second one really, like, that bad that, like, people who enjoyed the first one? Like, I enjoyed the first one, and the second one literally, literally raped me in the, in the, <laughs> and my daughter. I, 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 my daughter actually is still bleeding from the, from the vaginal region. <laughs> I didn't take her. Christ. Uh, that's something, something altogether different. But, no, no it, it is. It really is because, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pull you off the line so we can make room for another, but thanks for that, and we'll yeah, of course. continue on that. Um, yeah, it's, uh, Transformers is really bad. And, and Terminator, the more I think about it, the less I like it. Did, it. did Justin or Steve see that? I did not see Terminator. I did not see Transformers 2. No, I didn't see either of them. I have bad, better things to do. I did go see Year One. That was Devin gave that a great review. <laughs> that was so disappointing. De- Devin actually was sort of kind to it in his review, even though he gave it a bad grade. I think it veered so fucking drastically from the graphic novel. <laughs> <laughs> well, once you're, once you're hiring Jack Black to play uh, Batman, I think you're in trouble. So, But Mike, Michael Sarah's Catwoman was inspired. <laughs> Actually, uh, so, laughed quite a bit in year one, but, um, but, but it definitely uh, was. Our man, Chris, our man okay. Chris uh, did raise a valid point. I mean, like... When was the last time we had like a summer that we can actually consider like resoundingly good? I, I, they kind of blend together. 
in some respects for me. There's like those there's standout films. But well, don't uh, give up on the like, summer. Don't give up on the summer yet. Orphan no, hasn't I, come I, out I yet. Well, okay. <laughs> at, 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 at the mid-year point. Orphan, is Orphan a summer movie? I know they advertise. <laughs> yeah, it, so. July 24th. Yeah. Steve, have you, have you started your line? Are you going to get in line for that now? <laughs> I started my. I started two lines at three different. Two lines at three different have theaters. They, have they snuck Orphan? <laughs> that that makes no sense. Seen, have you seen Orphan? I have not seen Orphan. I don't think they're going to screen it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't expect that. It's got Sarsgaard in it. I know. I love him so much. We've got Nick's favorite, the CCH Pounder. Vera <laughs> Farmega, who who also played a troubled mother in Joshua. That's right. A little bit of trivia. That. That's right. A little bit of trivia. Harry Manfredini was trying to pronounce her name when he came up with the legendary Friday the 13th music. <laughs> um, okay, so at the mid-year point, and we are at the mid-year point, and yep. then some, um, best movie of the year so far, Devin, that you can say? Oh, God. Uh, did you see the new Final I, Destination? Cause that, I did. That. That's going to probably be the best. You know what? I mean, I still love World's Greatest Dad, which I saw at Sundance, which I think is just so fucking amazing. Um, and uh, Moon is incredible, and uh, I mean, and Up, I'm totally up, is, up is the best movie of the year. That's honestly the truth. To me, it's uh, it's Up and then The Hurt Locker. I mean, those are the two that have done it for me. I can't wait to see The Hurt Locker. I can't believe I haven't seen it yet. Um, um, the most fun I had is is Drag Me to Hell, for sure. I love yeah. it so much. But, I mean, I, I just saw Up, and I, I really like that quite a bit, too, so... Uh, I missed a lot of the movies at the, be- at the beginning of the year. So when did Midnight Meat Train come out? It came out the show. It came out last year, didn't it? Did it come out last it year? The, it was last. Yeah, it got dumped last at the end of last summer or like last fall. How was it last Guys, fall? I remember like it was yesterday though. They should re-release it now that Bradley Cooper's got some heat. He's the know? hottest guy in Hollywood. I know. And you know, I finally saw that. I, I, I rented the DVD and I, I really liked the hell out of it. Um, I, I, I think I even the DVD has a different part. cut. I think, I think, for some reason, I, I think it's like an extended, bloodier cut. Am I wrong? I think it is. It is. I mean, did te- did Ted Raimi's eyes come out in the original cut? It, it did, actually. Actually, yeah, the well, theater, the, the one we saw very the theater, bad was effect, bloody. by the way. Huh? It's a very bad effect. Yeah, it was cheap CGI. Yeah, but it was kind of, it was kind of, uh, it was awesome. Did, yeah, it was, Devin, it was did awful. you like, what, did you like when the guy's on the meat hook and they're having a fight and he keeps getting injured? He's like, oh, God damn <laughs> I, I, I liked everything in that movie almost, except for Bradley Cooper, who I can't stand. Except for that, I, I liked everything. You liked him in The Hangover. I haven't seen The Hangover. Actually, you know what? That movie, that's right, we've talked about You fucking need to see that movie, because the height notwithstanding, it's fucking great. I'm sure it is. I'm sure, I'm sure it is, but I just, it just hasn't happened. It's yeah, Bradley Cooper, uh, he, as weird as it's going to sound, he was totally miscast in The Midnight Meat Train. <laughs> <laughs> that, is a, that is a sad thing to say, but he was actually miscast in that movie. You know, it's funny. He was Brooke Shields name, was he, cast better than he was <laughs> in Midnight Meat Train. That's right, Brooke Shields. Fuck off. Yeah, she's the art the art person. Yeah. That movie had who was it? Leslie Bibb was the girlfriend. Yes. Who cares? That movie had an excellent cast. Uh, it, that was that, that's one of those movies that they um, they illustrate how dark the hero is getting. Because he fucks his girlfriend from behind. <laughs> that's my favorite. That's my, that's my favorite thing in movies. When the guy's getting really tough or like hard or like going dark, he'll fuck his girlfriend from behind. And that's what they did in Midnight Meat Me Train. That's actually true because that was like the turning point in Brokeback. 
Let's take a caller from California. Unknown caller from California, welcome to us. How you doing? Oh, is this me? Yeah. I wanted to know if Devin had any advice for um, my love life or for my beard. Uh, for your love life, I think you should. I think you should stick with your lovely wife, Robert Sanchez. <laughs> Congrats on the show, guys. Robert Sanchez from IESB calling in right there. Hey, Bob, hey. Bob Sanchez. Good to hear from him. <laughs> include, a, include a hyperlink when you say that, Devin. Come on, show some respect. <laughs> www.iesb.net. Yes, please show the hyperlink. Congrats, Joe. What's going on? So, we, 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 you guys are making fun of Bradley Cooper? Uh, well, I'm yeah, not, I'm not a big Bradley Cooper fan. I can't help it. Oh, he's going to be awesome. It's Face Man. Come on. In which one? I, oh, in ATM? Oh, yeah. Well, we'll see. As long as he's not playing Green Lantern, that's all I care about. No, uh, no, you're talking about the guy from The Hangover? I think they were Doug Bradley Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be bald. <laughs> so, hey, Robert, while we have you, while we've got you on the line here, name drop a flick that everybody needs to see that you're allowed to talk about. Name drop a what? Name drop, name drop a movie that everyone that's listening needs to see. Uh, it's the Seinfeld Triple X parody. It's a must-see for everyone. What, Are you serious? What's the title? It's Seinfeld Triple X parody. That's the title <laughs> of it? Really? Well, <laughs> did, they, did they at least change their name? To like... I, I, Mr. Robert Sanchez, thanks for calling. You've been... I think you're. You think you're no more. Um, that Elaine Bona. That yeah, was, exactly. That's, 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 that's our first celebrity Jerry? guest. Our first celebrity guest, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs> that's fantastic. I think he had a child in the car too, which is he, either a date or he's a parent. Uh, uh, Robert Sanchez has a whole gaggle of children. What is it? Probably his. Yeah, they are all his. Even though, even though Robert is a Cuban, they are all in fact his. Good old Bobby Sanchez. <laughs> uh, now we're going to take a call from Illinois, um, if you don't mind. Here, here comes somebody from Illinois. Illinois person, who's this? This is Jared. This is who? Jared. Jared, welcome to yes. the Judge Show. You are How's alive. Going, guys? You're alive. Uh, Very well, awesome. Jared. How you doing? Not bad, Devin. I've been reading for a long time, man. <laughs> and he's been eating uh, Subway sandwiches for longer. That's that true. <laughs> so I was wondering, with the failure failure of Drag Me to Hell, do you think Sam Raimi is going to stay in the Spider-Man corner a little bit longer, or do you think he will have the confidence to come back with a horror flick? I wish I knew. That's a good question, man. Did, did, do you think Sam Raimi was forwarded your uh, your your article about that same fact? Uh, I doubt it. Yeah. I don't think I, I don't think, think he Sam was. Keeps up. I, I bet you some 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 temp forwarded him that and said, "Mr. Ramey, here's your here's your white knight, your disheveled bearded white knight." <laughs> Hopefully, I mean, I, I would like to think that he at least knows that some people love the shit out of his movie. So the Barishnikov to your Heinz. I've seen Drag Me to I've seen Drag Me to Hell twice, and I loved it both times. I thought it scared the shit out of me more the second time than it did actually the first time. So. I'm you know what's wondering. Cool? Yeah, that movie's great, and what's cool about it too is each like you could look at the daily box office numbers and say that was me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The two box was me right there. 
the only thing I'm afraid to watch it a second time, and, and apparently I'm wrong because like uh, everybody that's seen it a second time still found a lot to love about it. But uh, I'm just I'm just like kind of wondering because none of the characters are likable, and because uh, so much of it, um, like I mean, even I mean, obviously Ash isn't exactly the sweetest man in the book either. But so the characters are are they're worth watching again? Oh, I think so, 100. percent Yeah, I think. I mean, obviously Jared agrees too. I it's it's fucking they're they're so great. It really is Evil Dead 4 because she really, you know, she deserves what she gets, and so you get to laugh at her while you're also getting scared. It's pretty great. Oh, yeah. So, all right. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Jared, thanks, Jared. Hopefully we'll do this again. Later. I'm going to go see it tomorrow night with my sister. Enjoy it. You haven't seen it Was that a criticism? What'd you say? But you haven't seen it yet? I have seen it. I have seen it, but I wanted to go see it again. Yeah. No, he was just just giving you a quote from Titanic. Enjoy it. Earn it. I think I think Sam Raimi will be okay. I think I think he can make another horror film after this. People will be discovering this movie for a long time. It'll it'll do pretty well. Steve, how are you doing, here, buddy? What? I'm just checking to see if Steve's with us. Yeah, I'm still here. I just located Joyride. <laughs> so give me give me give me good give me good six seconds, fellas. Holy shit, we have a call from Alabama. This is going to be colossal. They have, I didn't know they had phones there. What if it's DJ Evil? Well, long as- Hello, call from Alabama. What's your name? Uh, is this me? Am I on? MR. <laughs> we we okay, don't have sorry. two readers from Alabama, so yes. All right. Well, no, I just wanted to make sure because that's probably my phone. I'm actually in L.A., but I'm still using my Alabama phone. So I was smart enough to, like, move away. So. <laughs> Congrats. What's your, what's your name? Uh, Tim. Tim, welcome to the amazing Chud Show. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Uh, I read you guys every day while I should be working, have for years. Uh, I love it. Um, I had a, a really, I don't know if this will go anywhere. I just had a question for you guys with uh, inside info because I couldn't find anything on the Internet. Um, while I was uh, getting, uh, I guess, bludgeoned by Transformers, uh, the one thing I noticed and that I've kind of been talking with my buddies with is that I could feel no Spielberg in it whatsoever, even though his name was still in the credits, whereas I could kind of feel his presence on the first one. I wanted to know if, like, he was actually involved at all, and uh, is that maybe why it's such a mess, because uh, there was no restraining hand? His banker will confirm he was involved. Okay. Do you have any kind of insight? I mean, I don't have any specific inf- inside information, but, yeah, my understanding is that... Uh, this was a Spielberg-free production, essentially. Yeah, uh, I mean, know. that's what I figured. Yeah, that's everything I've heard is that this was pretty much all Michael Bay and that Spielberg yeah. was off doing his own thing. Yeah, and I mean, uh, I like the first one, but it, I mean, and even the first one still feels very much like a Michael Bay movie to me, but uh, yeah, there's little bits and pieces where, like, you can kind of, I don't know what it is, I'm far from an expert, but I definitely felt the presence, and uh, yeah, the second one, um, I, I mean, I hear people say it all the time. It always comes off as hyperbole to me. This was, honest to God, the first time where I was really, like, feeling like I needed to leave the movie right around the desert scene. I was um, I was getting punished. I wanted to leave. I ended up sticking it out, but that's the first time I almost left uh, the arc light. <laughs> that was how I was with Lawrence of Arabia. Right around the <laughs> desert scene? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that fucking desert scene ruined it for me. Um, <laughs> to, be, to be fair, though, he didn't have a hand in Indy 4, did he? Uh, Spielberg, no, he had nothing to do with Indy 4 either, so. <laughs> oh, that's one of Devin's favorite films. Oh, God, that is. 
You know what's funny is that movie, like, I've seen it, like, on TV a couple times. Like, it's been on, and we've flipped to it, and it it is really colossally bad. It's just, it's awful. I mean, like, we want it. I, I think, I, we I think it's wanted everyone's wanted favorite indie. <laughs> oh, well, I, I'd, have, I'd have to disagree. But Yeah, I mean, I was kidding. He's joking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to come up with a joke, and I failed. Um, <laughs> the thing about that movie that's so sad is that Harrison Ford was so up for it. He seemed, I mean, he probably wasn't so up for it, but he, at least he looked like he was up for it, and they just they just wasted it. Well, it's like Harrison Ford quit smoking pot for a month before making that movie just to totally get back into it. There's a great, you know, there's a great Harrison Ford story that um, when, uh, you know, uh, Ally McBeal was shooting her show on one of the lots out here, not Ally McBeal, but the new one that she's on, Brothers and Sisters or whatever it is, I, yeah. I, I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. He, um, she, was on, she was on the lot, and he came to visit her, and he passed out in the backseat of her car, and security came because they thought a homeless guy had gotten onto the lot <laughs> and broken into Ally McBeal's car. That's a true story, and uh, that's, that's, yeah, that's what Harrison on the Ford is I don't know. I uh, he looked okay when I was on the Indy Force set. He looked he looked he looked with it. So I don't know. But, See, that's uh, that's kind of great though. I, I I actually that's more endearing. That that incarnation of Harrison Ford is more endearing than the ultra rich asshole in Jackson Hole who, who doesn't you know. I love that. I'd love to be like stoned. I, homeless I, I hear Harrison Ford. I hear Harrison Ford's at Comic Con this year. Oh really? Which hall? No, he's out there by the train tracks. Yeah, now I'm like kind of like desperate to walk down Hollywood Boulevard and have him like approach me for money. That would be that's awesome. Thomas Jane. That's, that's that's Thomas Jane at Comic Con. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Thomas Jane he is wakes notoriously up. a disaster at Comic Con. And everywhere else in life, conveniently. Yeah, um, apparently I've, he was he was fucked out of his brain at Fangoria Convention too, just totally out of his mind. And oh, once again. Thomas well, Jane's old school. I love that about him, though. You know, he he's did like, break up with Patricia Arquette, guys. I mean, that, that well, marriage ended in she, tears. You know, I'm not sure if, if he even knows he got dumped yet. I'm not, I'm not even convinced. He's, he's I, so out of it. I got some gossip. I heard she still smells like Cage. <laughs> Down there. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, actually. So, hey, our little... Have you guys looked? Our little chat room is a buzz with great folks. We've got all sorts of fuckers yeah. in there. So it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to see There's them. There's some legends. There's some legends. I believe, I believe Brian Udovich is in there. Who? The producer, Brian Udovich, the producer of The Wackness. Okay. He's logged into our chat room. Well, that... So, 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 so say his name so about fast. that movie. I watched The Wackness on a plane. On a plane when I was going to Las Vegas. Did you? Very exciting story. <laughs> wow. It was unedited. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> and he, he, uh, he responds in the chat room. Word up. Yeah, in, I love it. Guess who was in the Wackness? The Aaron Kingsley. Yu. Oh, that's right. Aaron Yu is the... Please the tell me. Segment. That's what? not the kid from 21, is it? He is in 21 as well. Yeah. He is so fucking annoying in that movie. Um... He wasn't in that movie a ton, was he? Really? Twenty one. I haven't seen Twenty One. Yeah. Yeah, he's like the he's like the the, the wacky Asian comic. Is he playing character. the Asian kid? Yeah. yeah, he plays. He totally is typecast as one of them. Oh yeah, monsters. and he's um he's in Disturbia. He's the best friend in Disturbia. Thank you, Gus. That's right. In the, fu- the, the 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 maddening scene where he somehow survives and is in like the shoot. 
Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> yeah, he play, he <laughs> plays, like his character plays that. I'm I'm killed by the serial killer practical joke in the middle of the film. Right. Yep, which yep. I think is kind of a funny thing. They must, what if they actually killed him and then they then they actually went back or something? Because it just doesn't make that, any sense. You know, that's a, that's like half of a really good movie. That's directed by CCH Caruso, right? It is. <laughs> it is actually it is kind of a fun movie. Yeah, I liked it for what it was. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, I thought they should. The, the tagline should have been, "This movie will disturb you." You think that would have worked? It's got the ever-present and ever-great David Morrison, who shows up in The Hurt Locker, I believe, right? He's very, very small. Yeah, like him and Guy Pearce and, and Ray Fiennes all have small roles in that movie. Small roles. Well, they they didn't have a catering budget, but um, <laughs> yeah, he he he's funny. He he's uh, he's he might have put on some weight because he's. And, and and I love the mustachioed incarnation of David Morse. It's always it always brings like some new flavor. But we'll make uh, him look creepier. I like when he steals money from Bjork. That's my <laughs> like favorite incarnation. Hmm? I like his fucking code. We've got a caller from the Commonwealth of Virginia we're gonna visit now. Um I love the fact that it's a Commonwealth. Hello hello, fellow. Hello. What's your name, sir? Uh, my name is Dan. I I do indeed hail from the Commonwealth. That's right. Well, let, let's 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 uh, let's let's welcome Dan to the Chud Show, folks. Welcome, Dan. <laughs> Hello, guys. I'm a big fan of the site. I've been reading for <laughs> been reading for a long time. Um, speaking of CCH Caruso, um, I, I just want to know what you guys thought about uh, Shia saying he's not going to be doing uh, the Why the Last Man movie. Um, to me, that's if a question. Well, if I had to guess, that means that the script is no good, if I, if I had to guess. He's just, he's just trying to be nice because he's been in Caruso's pictures before. But Well, if you've read the comic, um, he, the, the script requires him to use that, his destroyed hand a lot. I think that's the real reason. <laughs> so I mean, do you think it's because... Do you think Shia is a really good fit for uh, the main character, Bjorek, or, like, do you think the movie needs him to go on, or should it should it be made by someone else? I thought Aaron, somebody, I thought Aaron, you roll, I think. What do you guys <laughs> think? <laughs> I think it is. I think Rasmus Yorick job is Yorick. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Devin. Gordon-Levitt would be terrific. Actually. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think that would be a great casting. And he's going to be and someone, uh, someone mentioned to me that uh, Anton Yelchin from T4 and Star Trek oh, would be really good. No. Yeah, oh, and along came a spider. He was in that, too. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that took place in D.C. He played the film did in, did in Baltimore. He played the real target that the kidnappers uh, want. You guys remember this, right? Along came a spider? Yeah. No. Devin. That's a great movie. Um... There's a car crash in it. <laughs> yeah, there is. Ouch. That's the best Potter movie, including... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I don't remember... See, I read Why the Last Man, like, the first... I don't know, like, the first 10 or 12 issues, and I really liked it. Did it stick the landing? Is it, is it something that would make for a good film, or is it kind of outlived by the gimmick? I never Anyone. finished it either. I don't know. Virginia no. gentlemen, do you have any input on that? Uh, it it starts to get a little repetitive around like the uh, what would be if it were like a, say a TV show or something around like the third or fourth season. But it, I think it does stick the landing, and I think it ends the way it's it ends the way that I would hope something like Lost would end, 
where it becomes more about the characters rather than about the uh, gimmicky plot. Hey, Steve Murphy, um, just so you know, Why the Last Man is about this dude who's the only dude. Yeah, I know. I remember. What would you do if you were the only man in the world? Tell us. Well, what would I do? You know, that's a good question. I would Would you probably, be uh, or would you fuck? No, I, I think before I, I became the last man, I would have to reference the old film, um, is it Boy and His Dog? Yeah. Wasn't he the last guy on Earth? No, he wasn't the last guy, but he was like kind of like the last normal dude, wasn't he? No, I thought he was the last man, and then there was all women underground or something. I think, wasn't there dudes in that movie, though? I don't remember that. I, I don't... The hell was that Don Johnson? Him for a sperm. Yeah, it was it was early Don Johnson. Don Johnson. Yeah, yeah. And they that's disgusting. Kind of what they did to Don Johnson in real life. <laughs> you trap him for a sperm, you know. <laughs> um, but Michael Wincott was in Along Came a Spider. Is that what the caller was asking? <laughs> <laughs> you mean the Virginia gentleman, as Nick called him. <laughs> sound like, like a cowboy. Can, can Nick, could you do like a Michael Wincott impersonation? Oh, that's that man's <laughs> voice. I, I love that man's voice. Actually, you know what's funny is there's two versions of Michael Wincott. There's like the crow, like the, the, the fucking faggot. And then there's, the, then there's the Michael Wincott from Talk Radio. He's like, I love you, man. I buy all your records. And then there's the real Michael Wincott who's like, fucking broke. <laughs> and then there's the Michael Wincott that I heard at the... Mattress Superstore Sweepstakes. <laughs> well, Michael Wincott is the guy in uh, Catherine Bigelow's Strange Days, right? There's, he's in that? He's oh. in it. He's not the guy, but he's in it. He's, <laughs> he's, in he's the, also he's the guy. guy in... I think he's best known for Metro. <laughs> <laughs> he's in The Crow, I believe, as well, right? He's, he's also got a brother who's an action legend, Jeff. Jeff Wincott, he, they are siblings. God, what a family reunion that would be. What is that, man? Is that your phone or are you doing that on purpose? That is the judge shows, like, cute meter. It's just it's a cute sound that just sometimes happens. <laughs> <laughs> so, we didn't really answer your question, sir, but uh, thank you so much for calling us. His well, thank you for taking me, guys. His trademark, before we go off the subject here, according to IMDb, his trademark, Michael Winkett's trademark is deeply rasping voice. <laughs> and then so basically Jeff Wincott's trademark brother of deeply rasping voice <laughs> also trademark it's a heartache nothing but a heartache oh Jeff Wincott I've got a I, there's a weird caller that has showed up on our system here with just one as their number so mm. I, I think Skynet may have called us so let's I'll find out again. who is this weird person I'm talking to Tati hello yeah, this is Tati Moore from Buenos Aires. Oh, it's one of our favorites. How you doing, man? Your, your number comes up as crazy Argentinian shit. Yeah, because I'm, <laughs> I'm using Skype, so I don't oh, know okay. what the hell the number is. So I was close with the Skynet. I'm pretty awesome. Yeah, pretty awesome. <laughs> hey, I just logged in, and I was just able to, you know, hear the show. I've been trying for four minutes, and it's been buffering and buffering, but the show never came up, so what did I miss? I loved you in Hard Target. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just take we, it from uh, the top, we'll, guys, and we'll, we'll redo the whole show for Toddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah what, hey. on, do it again. 
Actually, what we've done so far has been pretty much the same old shit. It'll be archived. You'll be able to listen to it like afterwards. It'll kind of archive, and it'll be on the site and be on iTunes and all that. But we've pretty much done the same shit we always do is sort of talk about shit. But, uh, hey, Tony, did, you know you that David, did you know that David Morse directed an episode of Friday the 13th, the TV series? <laughs> no, I true. didn't know. That's, that is true. <laughs> well, now you know. You guys, you guys, if you're lying about that, that's the best lie I've ever heard. I am life. not lying. I swear to God, I looked it up on IMDb. He directed an episode of Friday the 13th, the TV series. It, it'd be great if it was a lie, because that would be, it'd be just like, <laughs> that would have got, got a problem. You know? <laughs> it would have been funny, because we would have gotten a call from his, his lawyer, because David, David Morse routinely goes on to Google and types in David Morse and Friday the 13th episode. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Hey, by the way, um, happy birthday, Nico, in advance. It's on Friday, right? It is. Thank you. Thank you very much. 42 years yeah. old. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> 42 years of crankiness. 42 years in... I'm not even close to that. I'm virile. I'm a stallion. Everything's fine. Oh, you're close. Don't, don't fear for me. I'm in good shape. I'm dealing with it. <laughs> dealing with a good happen. shape? Father time... I, he's fucking looking around for me. He can't find me. I'm, I'm like fucking diving under rocks and shit. He can't get me. I thought me. you got the solo flex down in the basement there. That's right. Well, I, I try to recreate the carbonite position. <laughs> You're taking care of yourself these days. Good. Great. Well, and I, I, see on the website, I see on the website that we have so far 72 users listening or at least chatting. That's a pretty chatting, nice yeah. audience, guy. How many? 72? Hey, what's, what's, are you in Argentina? Is that, is that right? Yes. Okay. I, I just want to make sure. What uh, what's recently come out in theaters there? Like how 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 differently is your is your release schedule there? Wait, let me well, ask. Do they have theaters there? <laughs> they have, we have a few. Yeah. Do they have Aaron U hey. pictures there? So, <laughs> <laughs> we have we have only the pictures, and a guy tells a story with with a speakerphone. <laughs> uh, like Kristen Bale I in came out like Transformers. Did you see the Transformers? I haven't. I was going to go on this weekend, but something came up and I couldn't. Hey, new, here's a scoop. In three years, there's a sequel that's coming out to Argentina. Yeah, I'm positive there's going to be a Transformers 3 really soon. The only film that was really delayed here was Up and uh, Terminator Salvation because, you know, a different company managed the uh, international um, distribution and they didn't want to uh, correspond with angels and demon and you know step on each other's toe, toes so they delayed the picture two weeks and then up they didn't do a day and date release worldwide they did you know different huh. dates each country so did that's the only up? one that I'm to. i haven't yet i'm seeing it actually this weekend i'm, I'm dying okay. to i'll be very surprised if you're not moved by it literally i mean it's like weird. it is a fucking it's weird because they haven't they haven't released angels and demons over here right <laughs> but the, the the only thing that really changes and the, you know the movies that really get fucked up are the the small movies like independent movies or the comedies for example we haven't gotten a theatrical release of any avatar film yet i have to wait for the dvd for all of them wow wow or when, forget about well funny people will be released because it's a sandler movie Sandler movie, we get the, re the theatrical release. But if it's, you know, if it's a Rogan film or you know, Judah Hill or, or Danny McBride, forget about it. They won't be released at all. So I always have to wait for the DVD. Yeah, that sucks. 
Yeah. It's funny because that trailer for um, the new John Favreau movie, what was that called? It just came out. Couples the, Retreat. It kind of reminded me of an Avatar flick. I've got to take umbrage. i got to take umbrage because I thought the trailer, if I didn't like those people, that trailer would have been unwatchable for me. I thought the trailer was pretty good, actually. I liked I the trailer. I didn't like it. I mean, it's the whole movie obviously is going to rely on you liking those people. That's sort of the, you know, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Who directed it? Do you know offhand? Yeah. Yes, Ralphie from Christmas Story. Peter Billingsley. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Excuse me, he's technician from Iron Man to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's all hey, guys, so I, I, assault. Yes, sir. I just thought it looks like I got to go. Okay. Okay. Where do you, I gotta, where, where do you have to go? What? What's possibly more important than this, Toddy? Well, it's never important. Evan Perone is taking a coup. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's another different country. The thing is that I'm I'm on Skype and, you know, the meter keeps going. And, you know, it's Dorothy. Oh, you get charged. Oh, well, get the fuck off the charge. Yeah, sorry about that. Thank you. Thanks for calling me. Thanks for calling him. Yeah, thanks. Good talking to you. Here's how how small time the judge show is. Our callers boot us. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's how tight we are. I'm gonna, I've, I've got one more call in the queue. I'm going to take. It's a it's a seven two seven area code, which uh, my extensive the knowledge. Call from a plane. In Florida. No, seven two seven is the island of Crete. You're calling from a plane. <laughs> I wish. Hello, <laughs> Florida resident. How are you? Pretty good. Based in Orlando, seven two seven is Clearwater, and I'm Will from Cinematical. Oh God. <laughs> No, 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 don't oh God me, Devin, because I want to talk to you about Uh-oh. the street cred that Land of the Lost is surely going to gather. I actually am really with you on that, and I wasn't expecting to be fun film of all things this summer. I think that's going to be a cult movie. Land of the Lost sucks, folks. Oh, you're so wrong. It sucks. It's so much fun. <laughs> it sucks, and it's never going to get any better. <laughs> It's a cult movie in the making. I'm telling you, you're going to hear kids quoting this shit in three years. I swear to God. It's a cunt movie. That too. (laughs) It's not a cunt. Okay. I understand that there are some jokes and some things about it that are are geared more towards the older folks that, you know, kids aren't going to get and all that. But I just, it felt so dysfunctional and disjointed and just, ugh. I just wanted, I wanted to leave. I was like, I felt almost embarrassed. Be watching now, it. And now, I love I, I, I love Will Ferrell and I can tolerate Danny McBride and I like I like the you know the series and I just really ugh. Uh, wait are we talking I'm, about Land of the Lost or My Sister's Key? No, we're, <laughs> we're talking about actually Steve's personal night terrors, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I I just totally don't get it. I don't get it at all. I don't know. I've, I didn't grow up on the show, didn't watch it at all, and I'm fairly skeptical when coming to any sort of Will Ferrell outing because of his spastic, you know, his, his shtick, but I, I just found myself consistently amused, and I felt like everyone was on the same wavelength as opposed to something like Year One, where it was exceedingly more slapdash. Here, it's like, even if you're not with it, you've got to agree that everyone was on the same page of making this fucked-up stoner kitsch comedy. Do you think they told the suits that? Getting the suits no. Like no, I still can't fathom that they got that much money to do that with. But Justin, did you ever see it? Did they did they tell Silverling that? <laughs> I think Silverling knew. I think Silverling knew. Uh, I think he knew he was making like a really weird movie. I, I, I hope did, they do. I, I hope they do a sequel. 
They need to do a sequel. And they need to get an indie to go, help bring Seabirding back to us. Help bring Seabirding back. <laughs> I didn't, Fortune and glory. I didn't see it, but I will actually see it. I think I'm going to go see it um, one of these weekends if it sticks in theaters. I'd, I'd, I'd like to see it. you go with your sister? I'd probably go with my sister. No, I'll go with uh, Caesar. My morning movie Romero? buddy. Oh, <laughs> sweet. Isn't that nice? But I, I keep Good. hearing interesting things about it. I want to see it now. I think it's worth seeing. I mean, you know, it yeah. doesn't work for everybody, but I, it, it's, it's really grown on me, too, since I saw it. The more I think back wacky on jokes. I mean, I, I'm all for that. So. Um, Justin, yeah, you, yeah. I think you'll, you'll like it more than I did, and I liked aspects of it. I just, the, the total, it, was, it, it really could have used some serious honing, I thought. It just, it, yeah. I like Will Ferrell in it. I like some of the, some of the stuff, but I, I think they wrote the Matt Lauer thing a little too hard, and it's just, just some little various things, but I'm... I'm an old man, and I don't know shit. <laughs> so, well, thank uh, you for calling, Gus. No problem. That's all I got for Crete. Steve always has to name drop Crete. It just never fucking fails. Let me go ahead and say this, though. I didn't like None of the Lost either. There were bits that I did enjoy, but when I went into it, someone had told me that to be prepared to um, experience like an Anchorman-type vibe from it. So I went into it thinking this is going to be great, and it was balls. <laughs> I think you're quoting the Robert Roger Ebert review right now, aren't you? Someone told me, and I can't remember who it is, that they said, oh, yeah, it's, it's going to be as good as Anchorman. And I was like, no, there's no way. Sure enough, no way in hell. Was it Nick? It, I'm, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't think it's been, any of his movies have been as good as Anchorman. I think that was a peak. Although I, I revisited uh, Talladega Night for the day, and uh, it's lost a lot for me. I think, that, I think that movie's really funny. I liked in theaters, but, uh, oh, I don't know. It took a hit. Hey, um, uh, I'm going I'm, I'm to kind of dispel with, we have like about a half hour left in the show here. I want to kind of go through some of the questions that folks ask in the message boards just to prove that I'm what you call a fantastic host. Um, Domingo asks, is Devin Faraci as homeless as he looks? Uh, no, I'm, I'm in my home right now, but I am not wearing pants. <laughs> shorts? No, I'm not wearing shorts. <laughs> that's that's a nightmare. Okay, I don't get this one. Forsaken No More asks, Chud is the most swagged out movie news site and forum. How come the double NN did not get invited to Sly's movie set, The Expendables? First of all, no one cares about me. Secondly, if it, Devin only Knowles went. No, only Knowles went. Nobody went but Knowles. Are you saying there you was can't no say that, you, Nick, you can't say no one cares about you. You did get the, the uh, Dreamcatcher set visit. <laughs> <laughs> a highly prized, a highly prized one. Uh, uh, yeah, only not. Harry Knowles went, so that was it. Nobody else. And then he wrote that article about how Dolph Lundgren can act, can't act. <laughs> Remember that? That wasn't that wasn't very nice of him. L. Wack asked. We know, we all know who the antlers, the handshake, the pre-cum, et cetera, of the podcast are. So my question is, what vital organ of the podcast is Devin? Phantom Limb would be my first suggestion. <sighs> I'll take hmm. it. The unshaved pubes. <laughs> are you looking in my window right now, Steve? Hey, a <laughs> little, little bit of upskirt action going on here. <laughs> Which one is the blow-up doll? 
That's a good question and something I don't really want to I don't, I don't really want answered. He also uh, Forsaken also asked if Andrea is is real if if it's a, it's an alter moniker for the blog. I think Steve and Justin can confirm there's a real person. Correct? I've met her. I've met her as well. She is real. Real human being. Um, here's the best. Here's the best. Anderson asks, what will it take to make the Down Syndrome Vampire into an animated series? Was they guy talking about Andrea from now to another, the original? Yeah, also, wait, wait. Uh, this is for Devin. Also, what's the appeal of cigars? If you want to stick something smoky Cuban and stubby in your mouth, call, Rob, call Robert Sanchez. <laughs> Bobby oh, Sanchez. Uh, that actually reverberates through my gland. Um <laughs> One of the things, we, Justin, you didn't really talk, you kind of beat around the, the slab about um, what shitty movies you've seen lately. I mean, I wrote some down. We can, we can talk about this. I'd like to hear this. I mean, this is like, we're in like what you call like the, the, the home stretch here. I, I really Do want we to have that. the time, though? I just, all he does is sit there and watch him. A, a quick, no, I quickly, I, I saw a movie called Carver, which is it's interesting because I've been watching the Friday the 13th, or at least reading that book, and this is a, you know, 2000, eight rip off of those movies that are just it's just you know those those splasher films that are just completely terrible. It has like a fat guy instead of a you know, a big guy. He wears <laughs> goggles instead of a ski mask. Um it's pretty awful. That's kind of the shittiest movie I saw. At one point a girl he takes a nail and kinda of nails a hammer and nails a girl in the leg and he keeps moving um the nail up her leg and eventually gets to her head to kill her. But I don't know why she wouldn't run. You know, what if he starts at your feet? You didn't say you watched an erotic thriller. Uh, and then I've been watching a lot of. Um, oh, I saw Lady Valentine, which event, which Devin's on the DVD uh, cover. I he's am. quoted. The best. I am. Steve, Steve did not like this movie. The best 3D horror film. I think you said. Is that your quote? Best 3D horror film ever. Yeah. Yeah, I think the problem. I saw it at home by myself, and I didn't like it that much. But the thing is, that, that's such an audience movie. And I think that you would mentioned that, Devin, like, or I'm sure a couple other viewers as well, you actually kind of need to see that movie in the theater. Damn it, yeah, Devin. What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, the, uh, the, 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 home, the home 3D sucks. The home 3D sucks. I didn't, I didn't even watch it in home 3D. I tried to, but I just flipped it over and watched the normal. The film is total ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, I the, did the audience like it when you saw it, Steve? I mean, were they into it? No. They weren't? It was, like, dead silence. Everybody was looking around going, what the hell? And I liked Jensen Ackles. I liked Jensen Ackles, and he was balls in that. Have you seen 3D? Horrible. Yeah, I saw in 3D. Somehow Steve, Steve hates absolutely everything, and everything, and he likes Supernatural a lot. I don't know. How I, just started, I just started watching I Supernatural. Yeah, I heard I it's great. It's just, it just cracks me up that you hate everything. I love, I love most things. Supernatural gets, gets a pass. No, I love most things. It's just we always talk about things that I hate. <laughs> Steve, you do not love most things. No, I do. I, I, I love. Uh, Steve, you won't give you won't give so many better shows a, a fucking your time, but you'll watch that, and I'm sure it's yeah. fine. It's great. The first three seasons are amazing. The best is that you're like, I didn't like Muddy Bl- My Bloody Valentine. I love Jensen Ack- Ackles. <laughs> I did. So see, Wait, how could you? Hey, I ended with a positive. I, I trashed the film, but then ended with a positive. <laughs> That's how you have to that, do things. I love that. I love that Jensen Ackles, man. What a great, what a great actor. In, in my Valentine, like I know it's a biopic. At what point do they cover when he was in My Demon Lover? 
Oh. Jensen Ackles. Jensen Ackles sounds like either a Star Wars character or a disease. Or <laughs> left over a third sandwich. He's a gay, I think. On the show, he's a gay, right? <laughs> They're gay lovers, right? Aren't they? That's the whole premise. They're gay and they travel the country together? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. It's and ghosts keep getting in their way. They, 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 all they do is try to make love to each other, and ghosts and demons keep getting in their way. They're That's the whole very, uh, very erotic. Are we, talk, are we talking about when we do the podcast here? Or are you <laughs> <laughs> They're adding a third brother, if, I'm, if my Entertainment Weekly uh, reading is correct. I think that's pretty racy for TV to have a three-way gay guy thing going on. That's pretty. Are they brothers? That's pretty exciting. They're brothers. No, they're not. Yeah. Oh. They're white. But they're, they're, they're totally white. <laughs> and they add a third brother. And then someone... Um, uh, actually, a, f- a friend of ours on the boards here said, my sister went to high school with Jensen. Was he a gay in high school? That might be the biggest lie since the, um, Morris directed that Friday. Well, I, I called him on it. I called him on it. Yeah, you heard me, Gray. <laughs> Way to name drop. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we have, uh, we have, a, we have a, I think we have another caller in the queue. Uh, I think that's cool because it's somebody from New Hampshire. And, and and my research here tells me that New Hampshire has one area code. Uh, is it is it Jed Bartlett? I'll, I want to bring this New Hampshire <laughs> resident in because first of all, I didn't know there was any, and I'm anxious to see what the, what what they are like. Here we go, New Hampshire <laughs> gentlemen. Hello, hello. Who is this? This is Tyler from New Hampshire. Tyler, welcome to the party. Thanks, been a big fan since um the Chudcast Thirty. What was it about 30 that made you a legend? Um, I saw Chud, so I typed Chud in Google, and then you guys came up. You saw uh, the movie. Number one. You saw the movie. Yeah. Well, the fact that you like you listen to the podcast like pretty much out of the gate and still are here—that's fantastic. <laughs> no, he's saying he started. He started at 30. He said. Yeah. Are you sure you're not Eric Roberts? He. So you watched the movie Chud, and then you Googled Chud. <laughs> That's awesome because that's what I do. When I watch Carver, I Google Carver. And you also get the podcast. <laughs> what did you think of the movie? How does it hold up? Because I haven't seen it for a long time. Um, I think it's pretty good. I show it around a lot, you know? Do you, don't they mention like, us in the, in the commentary. Don't they mention us at the end? I don't think so. Um, I think oh, there's we, a reference to the credits. But, um, but, no, but that's a the commentary. commentary track, actually. It's actually a really fun DVD. Because they're very lighthearted. They did not get they did not get Jay Thomas and John Goodman to reprise their roles as the policemen on the commentary track, though, which may be sad. <laughs> what about John Hurd? Well, obviously, because he has the DVD. Of course, he's heard. John Hurd, tell oh, me, um, is he in the same shape as he was back in the eighties? <clears throat> uh, biped, I think so. <laughs> John Hurd, that's you yeah, know. Like, he kind of turned into like Ryan O'Neill's twin. He, he did when he was on the. Yeah, that was. Uh, he is. He is. He's schlubby these days. Yeah, he 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 was like he showed up in like Battlestar Galactica and stuff, but he used to be great. John Hurt's like one of those guys who he pretty much just got one speed, but somehow he kind of like. And I don't mean that necessarily in a negative way. I mean I like his speed, but it's like it's he, the John Hurt speed. Yeah, it's like he's like I like, he's like his almost mess. like. He's there. He's there to like kind of keep people. Hey, don't get too excited about things, John. I'm John Hurt. I'm here to bring <laughs> things, bring things back to even keel. He's got no energy. Is what I'm saying. 
John Hurd has no energy, and that has a lot to do with New Hampshire. I don't understand, but it does. Um, we have but, um, the highest drink of spirits in the U.S., so. The highest what? I just, spirits. You guys are haunted? Spirits? You guys, most high spirits, spirits are still in theaters the Alcoholic there? spirits. Oh, okay. Alcoholic spirits. That's what we're famous <laughs> for. That and Justin, you don't, Justin, you don't say, are you guys haunted? Yeah, most, I thought they were the most haunted <laughs> state. That's why they drink a lot. I was ghost runner. <laughs> Oh my um, God! Well, That's I'm glad hilarious. you. I'm glad you hung with us. Uh, I assume you read the site at some point too now, right? Yeah, occasionally. Yeah. Well, I mean, most I people come about that. just for the podcast. I I get a lot of that. What did you have a question? Um. For, yes. For, for us, trusted Amazon sellers can they be trusted? Because I was going to pick up Fuckaroo Banzai. That was oh. out of print. Well, so I mean, I needed a professional opinion. Absolutely. There's there's a link on Chud. I think they can they can be trusted. They have those micro sellers what you're talking about, right? Probably, I think. Yeah. They probably have ratings that you can click on and That's a character that Dinklage is playing in being there part two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should just end it right there. I think that was <laughs> So in response to your Amazon query, I would say yes, and definitely drink acai, acai berries, too. That's another good thing about the Amazon. A little health tip from Chud, the, the sexiest group of Internet journalists ever. Watch out for the anacondas down there. Blood orchid. Speaking of mating balls. <laughs> Justin, do you, do you remember what your, the, the big thing about the, the uh, trailer for, or was it the trailer or was it the movie itself for Anacondas 2? No, I, I never really saw the movie. The trailer is what got me because in the trailer, which I always loved, and Deb, did you guys see that movie? I, I know you I, saw it, I right? I saw the shit out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. There's a yeah, monkey. The first one. There's a monkey in the movie, and there's a scene when the, they're in a boat and they, they're about to go over a waterfall, and they show the, and this is in the trailer, they show the monkey have a startled expression because, like, he knows the waterfall's coming up, and he jumps into a tree to save <laughs> to save himself before the boat goes over the waterfall. I thought that was great that he that he <laughs> that they had like a, a monkey sidekick in it that that was like a, saved his own ass, like knew knew what a waterfall was. And and and, and it was worth the trailer. That's like the big trailer moment. Yeah, but they had they had that. That must have, was he a main character in that? The monkey Nick? Did he get eaten by a uh, anaconda or anything? Though I think the monkey does get taken out for some reason. I know he's in the movie considerably. How do you not eat a monkey, though? How do you not eat a monkey in a movie? Yeah. That's Davy Jones. Oh, you know what? I was just, and, and, and thanks. Hey, thank you, gentlemen in New Hampshire. I appreciate your, your calling us. The most haunted please state. Please continue to listen to the show. Oh, wow, we got two more calls while, while our New Hampshire gentleman was on. A lot, of, a lot of ladies listen to the show, I noticed. A lot of people who, who own Lady Hawk, probably. But, oh, nice. Um, th- that Night of the Creeps thing is a big nightmare to me, Devin. Why? Th- th- those covers, I hate them. Oh, I haven't seen the covers yet. Yeah, I don't like the covers either, terrible. but I'm, I'm excited that they're, that they're putting that on DVD, though. You have to be excited about that. That's Next. the thing. As long as the movie's out there, I don't care what the cover looks yeah. like. You know? The covers don't really look good. I'll say that. Way to make it stand. The original poster is great. Yeah, the original poster is such a classic. I don't know why they don't go with that, but they never yeah, made that shit. 
They really don't. They really don't. Hey, I've got an area code here. Somebody calling up from an area code that Google isn't telling me about. 953. Does anybody know what 95? Well, because I typed it wrong. It's 956. I'm the asshole. Let's find out who this gentleman from, from the 956 is calling from. Hello, Mr. Area Code. Are you here? Okay. Hello, Area Code gentleman. Oh, it's like a fucking nightmare. All right. Telephone aboard. Hey, for Devin. What about 479? Who's this? This is Lance from Arkansas. Lance, how are you? I'm fantastic. Oh, my God. We have a Lance guest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Greetings and salutations. Sorry, uh, I just wanted to... Uh, greetings to you. I just wanted to know your guys' thoughts. I don't know if you heard today, like they're batting around the idea of a Billy Mays movie starring Steve Carell. No. Who's batting? No. Him? Hell no. Don't. No. Billy Mays is great. He deserves more than Steve Carell, damn it. Steve is passionate about, about nothing in this world, but he was violently pissed off when I played a Halo character named Billy Mays the other day. <laughs> yeah, because I kept killing him. Steve really liked the show that he did, the Pitchman show. I love the hell out of that show. I that love it. That is a good show. That's a fantastic show. Now he's going to make an appearance on Steve's other favorite show, Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> he's the new brother. That's too soon. That is a very sad, sad story. He's just starting uh, to kind of enjoy all his fame. Uh, by the way, Devin, I loved your review of Transformers too. Why, thank you, sir. I've been arguing with idiots on Facebook over that movie. <laughs> I'm hearing a lot of that. Yeah, you, uh, you don't know the kind of idiots that will vehemently defend Transformers 2 because it's a completely new level of idiocy. Oh, no, believe me, they send me emails. I know exactly who they are. The plot makes sense. Perfect sense. No holes. <laughs> the plot has more holes than Gary Busey's brain. Straight up. I was going to say that Billy. I was going to say that actually Billy Mays' brain has more activity than Transformers 2's brain, but I didn't want to oh. piss off Steve. So, <laughs> poor Steve. Shit! Can we change the subject? Sorry, man. I'm getting I, you know, wild off. Like, I think <laughs> I think Billy Mays died at the absolute pinnacle of his fame. I would agree. I, uh, I mean, he he definitely was building up steam. He hey, how about Transformers 2, fellas? He just on Conan last week with uh, his uh, partner. Anthony Sullivan. Uh, Sullivan, yeah. I don't know. I think so great that Carell you know could that. do that. I think Carell could do a pretty good Billy Mays. Who's with me? Uh, so how uh, about Transformers 2? I what think that's the title of the movie. The working title of the movie is Billy Mays here. Oh, my gravy. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. Let's All right, I'm going to flush through these lines real quick. We've got like 11 minutes. I've got go two callers in a hole. I'm going to run through them. Thanks for calling us. Flush the I lines. Mean, nice, Nick. Little Kim, Kim, whatever. That's, that's radio talk. Yeah. yeah. I'm a fucking... I, I have experience in this field, as you can tell. By my performance. <laughs> um, someone from a 956 area code, and I, I don't know what kind of rap battle they're in, but uh, 956, who's this? Hi, this is uh, Rini from... Uh, 956 is in Texas. I'm, like, way, way down. I'm, like, right next to the border. What, what's your name? My name is uh, Rene. Uh, R-E-N-E. Or Rini. Yeah, are you are you Mr. Echo on the boards? Yes, I am actually. Fantastic. I think we'll have to go by that name because we'll we'll fuck your name right up. <laughs> oh, hey, guys, a lot, of, a lot of people around here fuck up my name, my last name too. <laughs> well, we apologize then. 
forehand. What's your last sure. name and what's your social security number? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, uh, what, can we, uh, what can we help you with today? Oh, um, well, I was listening to the podcast a while ago and heard you all talking about uh, My Bloody Valentine 3D and how the 3D sucks like on the standard DVD release. I got my hands. I got my hands on the Blu-ray, and it actually looks. It doesn't. It doesn't look as good as it did in the theater, obviously. But it actually didn't look that bad coming from my PS3. Really, it pops a little bit better on Blu-ray. Well, St- Steve just got a Virtual Boy, so he probably won't be able to watch it on that. <laughs> <laughs> I can watch it with my power glove on, though. <laughs> is that what you call it? That is exactly um, what I call it. That's something I never really understood is watching like a 3D movie at home. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure as technology gets better, it'll, it'll be more effective. I'm sure James Cameron wants us all to have. Yeah, definitely. He wants all of our houses to be retrofitted in time for his movie to hit DVD. But how many 3D movies they're making? They're going to have to do something to make it. Well, there's a. I saw this batshit crazy 3D TV when I was at Sundance. It's unbelievable. It looked incredible, and you could sit like almost any angle and get the 3D effect. But you had to buy fifty dollars glasses. Five zero. Sixty dollars? <laughs> that's a lot. Fifty dollars per per glasses. Yes. Yeah, so if you're a hipster. <laughs> I, wonder, oh, I wonder how much that, that, that TV would have retailed for. Oh, that TV is like twelve thousand dollars. I think they said is what you could buy it now. I think. Wow. Come yeah. Twelve thousand dollars sounds like a down payment for a house. Yeah. <laughs> if you if the first six come with Heather O'Rourke. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna wait for the Heather Longin comp one. <laughs> and for uh, Devin, what do you think on the on this upcoming masterpiece with quotations around it, Halloween 2? Are we going to see uh, another fuck this movie out of 10? Um, Love if everything, I've, if everything I've heard about this movie is true, it's going to be an absolute fucking masterpiece. Because I think this is going to be the craziest movie ever made. I mean, this is going to be insane ridiculous. They shot that movie in, in Georgia, and they contacted me. Yeah, I read me. about that. They contacted me and said, hey, do you want to come on the set? And I was really skeptical about it. And I said, okay. And they said, okay, let, it, let us at, let's, let's get it set up. And then I think they read the site. So <laughs> they, never, they never called again. So oh, like, oh, man. Let's see what they thought of the first film. And I would have loved to have read a set report from you guys. They must have had no yeah, visitors uh, if they were reading what people thought of the first film. <laughs> yeah, I, I, oh, I, didn't even, I didn't even bother seeing the first one in theaters. I heard how bad it was. But it had actually been... Kind of curious about this new one, especially in the trailer. They show some kid who has like this pumpkin head mask, kind of looks like a nod to Halloween Three. Yeah, I mean yeah. the movie I think is going to be totally insane. I think it's going to make no sense, and I think it's going to make people so angry. So I'm kind of excited about it. Yeah, I mean the, after the first one, I said I'd never see like a Rob. Rob I like Rob Zombie, and I, would, I didn't want to go to any more of his movies. Um, and now I have to see this because it does look quite uh, crazy. Actually, actually, I think they put together a pretty good trailer for it. So. Um, but yeah, at least they won't have any like the evolution of Michael Myers in it. Oh think. god, that was so, that was so terrible. I, they wasted most of the movie on that. Admit what a mistake he made with that movie. I wanted to publicly say I fucked up. Nope. And then I'll give him grace because I mean, yeah, I, I want to like him. I want to like he, his. Movie, he always but, like in his um in his interviews, he's always kind of criticizing Carpenter's uh, flick. You know, it's not my yeah, kind he, of movie. It's you know, I, oh, I was the exorcism of Emily Rose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, like he he kind of slights the the uh, the original Halloween's a little bit. Um, I think this. I think the the sequel, the Halloween two, is better than his. I mean, most of the sequels to Halloween are better than his. 
And yet all of the sequels are better than hey, Maybe not all of them, actually. Ja Rule is in they one got, of them. They got pretty bad. Somewhere eloquently. They, they had that reality. Paul Rudd. The reality Paul show. Rudd is in, remember, Paul Rudd is in the Halloween sequel. Yeah. Daniel, Daniel Harris is well, he was He was in part six, actually. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but he's not going anywhere. A, ter- a terrible but respectable entry, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, the, they really need to release. They really need to release the producer's cut out. That one just is eons better than what ended up on the screen. The one that leaked it's out. It's still terrible. Though. It's still terrible. Terrible, but yeah, the one that leaked out. Yeah. Considering Rob. Yeah, Rob- it's, it's still very weak, but at least it, at least the ending makes more sense than what ended up in the actual film. Where I, I don't know if you, if you guys are really remember what happens at the end, at the end of the theatrical cut, Paul Rudd ends up in some room with a bunch of embryos and they're encased in some sort of green liquid. I don't know what was up with that. Right. Yeah, the, the producer's cut's definitely better, but it's still not, still, still not, yeah. not a terrible film. Right, I'm going I'm to run through a couple more calls here. Thanks for calling, Renee. Much appreciated. Paul Rudd and embryos. That sounds great. You guys? Oh, you like my timing? I just sent him, sent him away. I think we have another international caller, which just Severely illustrates the global reach of this website. Let's see who this is, or somebody on Skype. Hello, who's this? Hello, you're live, sir. This is John Hurd. <laughs> I'm sending this person to the streets. We have somebody <laughs> the two five three area code. Hello, two five three. Hello, who is this? Hello, yeah, hey, yeah. Tyler Foster, um, another Tyler DVD, DVD talk movie critic. But I had a question. You were talking about Night of the Creeps, Night of the Creeps before, and I was a little, I was a little worried because I keep reading about the DVD being like having a different ending, and I haven't seen it before. I mean, I, I don't know what you guys think. If you think that's gonna make the movie different, if it's like you're gonna ruin it for me, because I mean, uh, the reputation of that movie has been built up quite a bit. I think it has both endings. I mean, it has, uh, that has the other end, it has the other ending, but you can't watch it with the movie, I don't think. Oh, really? Uh, the original ending doesn't play with the movie? I don't think so. Is, so the director, the, is that the director's If, if I remember right, the original ending isn't, like, polished anyway, because I have, like, a bootleg, like, VHS or something, and I don't even, did they ever finish polishing it up? It's just, like, really raw, if I remember correctly. Yeah. They might have, well, they might have cleaned it up for this. Like I said, I haven't, I haven't seen it yet, because I've been waiting for it to, it hasn't been on DVD, so I haven't really... Had much of an effort. Uh, I can't. Uh, honestly, the, the ending, the ending, uh, from what I remember of that movie, I've seen it several times on TV, uh, just not recently. The ending is not really what makes that movie anyway. So oh, it's Jason well. Lively's performance. <laughs> it's 100 percent lively. Um, it's it's all the other things in it. So I can't I can't remember that the how it ends honestly. Uh, well, the original end uh, is that movie. The original ends with the cat. Opening his mouth and the slug jumps out. Uh, is it a cat or a ending? dog? That was a dog. Is it a cat or is it a dog? It might be a dog. I don't remember. But the other one is uh, uh, all the slugs. Somebody's walking down the street. A zombie. Oh, don't ruin it for t- the. T- you close your ears, Tyler. If you don't. If you don't uh, and then uh, this, it's all the slugs end up in a cemetery, and uh, and the, and the, the aliens return from the beginning. It's you know, they're both fine. I don't, it doesn't make a difference either way because there's no sequel. You know, it's 20, yeah, yeah, yeah. 25 years ago, so who cares? It's funny because Slither always gets accused of kind of ripping that movie off, and Slither has a similar scene with a cat in the credits at the end. Uh, James Gunn swore to me that he, did not, he had never seen Night of the Creeps. I don't know. He swore up and down. 
I, I thought Slither was okay, but I'm hoping none of the creeps is better. Um, right, we're gonna we're gonna let's grab one more caller. We only have two minutes left. Thanks for calling. Man. I love them both. Thanks. Bye. All right, this is our this is our last call of the day. If it works, and it's somebody from an undisclosed zone of, in town. Who is this? Say hello, whoever you are. Is there any is there any hope left for the summer at all? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck just happened to us? <laughs> How what, many you, hung more, up, you hung up on Tyler to take that call. Wait, wait, wait. How many more celebrities do I have to collect? <laughs> it's a fucking bone collector. It's <laughs> Death himself. It's Death himself calling. It's Snoop Dogg from Bones. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? You're you're amazing. Grim D. <laughs> Rim D. Grim. 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 <laughs> Michael Wincott. It's not like a Bob and Tom show with all these silly ass sound effects. <laughs> we are in the. Uh, we have one minute and one half minute left before it's over. Let's get this guy. And to uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and have you guys say your farewells so I can dis- disconnect the shit out of you. Okay. So, so, Devin, thank you so much for for the show. Hope to do this again soon. Yeah, guys, thanks for having me on. Uh, I, I had a really great time. It's a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, let's let's do this more often. All right, and there it goes, Devin. Uh, Justin, thank you yes. again. Yes. Uh, it's fun You're talking up. to you guys. It was fun having Devin on. Steve, yep. I love you. Yep. Rent spring breakdown. Okay. Thanks. Justin is gone. Steve, as yeah. always, I'll, I'll see you in about six hours. Yeah, about six hours. It'll be brutal. Thanks for calling in. Have a good night. And that's, that. that's all of our fantastic guests and crew. Um, I personally think it went pretty well. I think it was pretty streamlined. Uh, we managed to get through it without too many hiccups. Uh, had some real discussion. Um, so with that, I, I hope that you guys comment on it, spread the word, and, and enable us to do this more often. I enjoyed it. Thanks a lot, guys.